1-800-285-4321. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, we have a commercial from the future, and so let's get after it. It's uh, I think it's funny. You know, you may not see the humor in it, but I I had a couple to choose from, and so we'll, we'll probably get round to them all eventually. That's kind of how it works. Let's go. And this is from the future, the New South Wall. It's like New South Wales. Australia, Today marks 10 years since our once United years. Nation was divided by Looks the great like state walls. As tensions continue to escalate, an increasing number of Victorians have applied for this weather asylum guy. in the Northern Territory. He's going along and he says, I love the wall. And apparently he thinks there might be something more to life than he remembers. And he sees a crack in the wall. And he takes his key and pokes it in it. And here comes the border patrol. What's on the other side, Mommy? They're called Queenslanders. <laughs> Scary Queenslanders. He's up in the north. And here comes a lamb chop through the wall. <laughs> the guy takes a bite of it. <laughs> mm. He says, and then everybody comes down the wall, so they want to again. Anyway, it goes downhill kind of from there, but I really liked it uh, because uh, it says the title of the commercial is Make Lamb, Not Walls. <laughs> anyway, it's good to laugh at some of this situation. I hope it isn't, I hope it isn't uh, too serious too long. Anyway, and that thing's going on and on and on. Uh, so let's get back to the news. Postcard Mania, one of my favorite companies, as I've been clearly saying over and over, in Clearwater, Florida. Almost 300 employees has been honored by Glassdoor Employee Choice Award, <clears throat> ranking 13th out of 50. And, you know, that stuff's all self-reported. I had a friend who got some bad reviews on glass door and he's pretty sure it was from competitors it's one of the problems with the internet <clears throat> is glass door will not say who who said it was a terrible place his company was a terrible place to work he said the claims were totally unfounded and he he thought talked about going to court to find out who was doing it because what if they were never employees what if it was a competitor who just wanted to kick them in the head uh no recourse that's where we live today. and uh, But anyway, uh, I thought it was nice what Joy said down here. This marks Postcard Mania's first break into the rankings with a 4.8 out of 5. Not only do you have to be exceptional to work here, but you have to care about the work. If you just want a J-O-B, this isn't a good fit. I like that. And, of course, I love mail. Maybe I should pl- apply for a job there. I could be a sorter or something. I don't know. I don't know if I understand direct mail enough, but I sure love it. Okay, let's move on. How investing makes you a better makes for a better marketer, by Gerald by Carolyn Girich uh, from Adweek, and she started investing in 2019, but um, but put more time in on it in 2020. I hope she's done as well as I have so far. Putting, I started too. I thought, now, I don't buy the whole argument, 
But I do buy the concept. Two, there's two concepts here. One concept is that understanding money is foundational to marketing. You know, I kind of took the accounting route, right? I because because many marketers that I've talked to over the years think if you spend a thousand dollars in advertising and you get a thousand dollars in sales, you've broken even. No, you have not broken even. In fact, to get to break even, a thousand dollars in advertising has to generate for most companies something close to ten thousand dollars in sales. That's kind of how it has to work, because out of that ten thousand dollars, you got to take five thousand out for the cost of goods. That's whatever it is you're selling. Okay, so now you're down to five thousand, and you got overhead and order processing and stuff like that. <clears throat> and so that's maybe that's maybe two thousand dollars just to get the boxes in and out of the door. You're probably offering free shipping and all that, and you have to make a little money left over so you can give bonuses to your excellent employees when. It turns out that your company gets rated nicely by them all. Okay, so that's another thousand dollars, and you got the thousand dollar cost of advertising. Psh, that's break even right there. See that? Whoopsie! I bet that was a surprise. Right. Well, anyway, and you know, and every company's a little different, but that's kind of the way it works. Okay, so understanding money is a good place to start. Okay, now you can understand that by reading P&Ls and balance sheets, maybe, but the stock market and, and investing can be awfully misleading. So can marketing. So maybe that does work. Um, so, ma so many marketers forget the importance of opening their eyes and watching what consumers are doing right before their eyes. Amen. Right? Is Does this make sense to do? I have a talk. I don't think I've widely shared it. It's called... Uh, Three CMO marketing mistakes, or something like that, and it's pretty good. If you haven't, if you haven't run across it, notify me. I, I think it's it's some kind of private link or something for only CEOs. But if you if you know a CEO or you might have influence with a C, CEO, then you can feel free to give me a call. Um, the Medici effect. <clears throat> this is the second point. I said I agreed with two points. The Medici effect, the author discusses how learnings from one industry can motivate and innovate uh, in innovative relation in revelation in another. For example, an architect designed a building in Zimbabwe which didn't need air conditioning or they decided they couldn't afford it or something, and but was inspired by ant an anthill and how ants build colonies <clears throat> and and how anthills are built to encourage cooling, which I didn't even know. Now I'm going to have to look that up. But that is true. Marketers should be interested in just about everything. One of the fun parts about marketing was that I tried to get involved with whatever it was that I that I was trying to market. So when I did uh, Horse and Rider magazine, I took riding lessons. And when I started working with Cabela's, I took up hunting. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there, there's some things I didn't do, you know. But uh, but I tried to I tried to get out and learn a little bit about what I was doing, and I think so that and investing and and handling money both are important for marketers. So if you're a, if you're a highly trained marketer, get out of your home office and go ride a horse. I think that's the bottom line. 
Okay, this was interesting, mostly because it was in Forbes magazine, and you know I'm I'm hunting these things down for you, and uh, it asks the question, which is better, paid search or organic? But doesn't really come. That's not the conclusion it comes to. This is a guy Ken, and uh, Ken, or I'm sorry, Kern, Frank Kern, and he. Did I tell you you look silly if you do live streaming? I thought his name was Ken, but it's Frank Kern. He's a highly sought-after direct response internet marketing consultant. Wow. You know, if I would have changed my my label to that, I, I might have had a, a bigger deal going. But anyway, he's got something around behavioral dynamic response again. It sounds a lot like direct marketing to me, where you test things and measure which one does better in terms of ROI, and then you try to beat it. But he calls it behavioral dynamic response, style consultant. This is a great illustration of what you've been telling me. you got to come up with a name for things. Anyway, it turns out that he learned a lot of what he knows from a course that was 275 bucks, and it was how to sell with direct mail which goes back to, someone just told me the other day, they were actually reading that book, Scientific Advertising, by Claude Hopkins, which is about copywriting and about testing and what works in advertising. It was written 100 years ago, and it was based on 50 years of, of testing history before that. And so if you're, if you're thinking mail might be for you, you want to stick with the WDMA because we're pretty much the only one connecting all these dots. But Frank got it from a, a selling course on direct mail. And this is from Forbes magazine. Okay, one last thing. Why S, this is small and medium marketing executives need to think small. I think that's what it means. SM, SM is small and medium. That much I know. Nobody ever tell for most SMEs, yes, he doesn't tell you. What's an SME? I don't know. And it mentions it again. Anyway, but what they say is that as counterintuitive as it may seem, thinking big when you have limited resources can be counterproductive and hugely costly. So you say to yourself, oh, well, Apple blew their whole budget on a Super Bowl ad, and it, and it launched the company. That's true, it is. 1984. Okay, they they did it all one shot. They bet the they bet the bank on the Super Bowl, and it worked. Does that mean you should take your entire marketing budget and do one thing? Probably not. Probably that's the opposite of what I'd recommend for you. No, you know if it's a hundred dollars and that's your budget, yeah, you're probably going to have to sink it in one area. But you don't necessarily want to emulate the biggest company in your market, right? Like maybe you go buy a, a, a hundred thousand dollar booth at the uh, ANA show, and they cancel the show, and that just puts you under. So make sure you have a good good Google business listing, and uh, you know I don't know if Google Plus still exists. It used to exist for for uh, consumers and business, but you can still build a page for Google, and they will uh, they will use that information. So you can somewhat manipulate your listing. At least they'll know who you are. You also can look on Google Maps and see if your 
listed properly. And if you click on there, it, it says, you know, is this you? Do you want to claim this and fix stuff? Do that, for heaven's sakes. Uh, Facebook page. Have a little Facebook page for your business. And if you don't know how to do it, ask your grandchild. Okay, putting a face to the company or product. You know, I go to the Fox Brothers Piggly Wiggly all the time. It's cool that they have the, the two brothers on their shopping bags. And I think people like it. And I do know Pat Fox, so that's kind of cool. Um, encourage reviews. And here's a tip on reviews, right? If somebody says something nice to you, you say, hey, could I write that up and put it on my website or something? And, I, you know, maybe I'll use your name, maybe I won't. You know, ask the person nice. But you do the work. Just take what they said and put it up there. And uh, I'll just use your first name. And they'll say, sure, that'd be fine. You know. Don't go back to them and say, would you write that up and send it to me and I'll put it on my website? Nobody's going to do that. You might get one out of ten. But that means you're getting 10% of the reviews that you could be stimulating. So try to encourage it. And, you know, just because it's on Yelp doesn't mean people don't see it. Uh, now, here's the, the reason I did this. Direct mail works at a local level to target customers and prospects in a way very few companies are doing. This means one company's junk mail could, turn, could be your company's gold. And we've talked a couple times on this. Every door direct. If you're a small retailer, you know, and small could mean 50 stores if they're, you know, in small towns or something. Um, you can go to the postal service. You can go to a printer local printer and say do you do every door direct mail and you can pick the zip codes you know and if you're a jewelry store you maybe want to pick the upscale and it's not just zip code but it's a subset it's the where the carrier route the guy the postman walks that's a carrier route he has one pile of mail one truck full of mail and you can pick just that one truck full and put all your stuff in it and it's very inexpensive my daughter works at a gym like a mma gym and and they're going to do it. You know, they went to a printer and he said it was something like 25 cents per piece. I'm going to get the follow-up on that. But, you know, I usually work with national mailers. You know, modeling works better at that level. But the fact is there's some tools you can use that big companies just aren't going to mess with. That's the way you got to think. Zig when they zag. I'm John Miglosh. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Have a great day. Bye-bye.